Yemio chapter 45, five verses long. Hadavara shadiber Yemiyahu Hanavi el Baruch Beneria, Bikatvo et Hadvarima Ele, I'll save Red Mipi Yemiyahu, Bashanahar Viet, Biho Yakim ben Yoshiao Melch Yudarema. So this chapter 45, actually, we are told, is what Yemiyahu said to Baruch. Earlier, this is the story earlier that we encountered where Yirmiyahu was in jail, speaks to Baruch, has Baruch write down what he says in a book, in a sefer, a letter, in a Megillah. And then that Megillah circulates to different people. Ultimately, the king, Yehoiakim, is hears what it says in the Megillah. And as he's hearing it, when he gets a few columns, he cuts it off from the Megillah and throws it into the fire. And then he also attempts to kill Yermio and Baruch, who hide. And then Yermio says to Baruch, I'm going to write. God says, write the same things again. Yoyakim is doomed. Write them again. He writes down the same Megillah again. And it says at the end of that chapter, and he added other things as well. So that took place in the reign of Yehoyakim. And now we go back in time, as the book of Yermio so often does. It's not in chronological order. And now we have that which Yermio said to Baruch at that time. We know at that time he was writing the Sefer, he was writing the letter, the Megillah, which circulates. And now we're told something else that Yermio said at that very time. Baruch is standing outside the jail. Yermio is telling him what to say. Baruch is faithfully writing everything down. And now we're told something else about Baruch ben Neri in chapter 45. This chapter precedes the chapter about the nations. One might say, in a sense, the last chapter. So there's the last chapter of the book, which is parallel to the book of Kings. We'll get there. Now chapter 45. Now there is a prophecy concerning you, Baruch. Amarta oinoli. You say, woe to me. The Lord has added grief to my pain. I am worn out with groaning. I have found no rest. So Baruch, you have complained, says Yirmiyahu, about your role, about the difficulties of life and the pain. And we know that Baruch himself was sought by the king. The king wanted to kill Baruch as well. He's the faithful scribe. So God says to Yirmiyahu, say this to, to Baruch. Say this to him, says God. I am going to overthrow what I have built. I will uproot what I have planted. And this applies to the whole land. Do you expect great things for yourself? Don't expect them. For I am going to bring disaster upon all flesh. But I will give you, I will grant you your life. In all the places where you may go. Don't expect more than that. Don't expect to be great. 
the time does not allow for you to be great. Now, there's something very striking about this chapter within the context of other biblical stories, and especially the book of Kings. Because the story of Yirmiyahu must be read together with the book of Kings. It's the parallel account. In fact, in the tradition, in the Talmud, Yirmiyahu is even credited with writing the book of Kings. The book of Kings is about the failure of kingship. It's about the corruption of the kings and therefore the corruption of the people as well. And in that book, what keeps the nation together for as long as the nation is together is the prophet. There is the great prophet Eliyahu Hanavi, Elijah the great prophet, who's able through his teaching to keep the nation together. And Eliyahu has a pupil. The pupil of Eliyahu is Elisha, his faithful pupil. And Elisha, like Eliyahu, a great miracle worker, is able, through force of personality, persistence, strength, keep the nation together. And Elisha has a pupil. The pupil of Elisha is Gehazi, but Gehazi is an inappropriate pupil. Gehazi is a pupil who disobeys the master's voice, disobeys the master's command. That's the story of Naaman, of course, in the Book of Kings, where Elisha cures Naaman from leprosy, sends him home, refuses to take any kind of gift from Naaman, because after all, he's making the point that I didn't cure you. God cures you. The God of Israel has cured you. And then Elisha runs after him because he's angry that the Aramean general has been cured without giving anything back. And he deceives the Aramean general and he takes provisions from the Aramean general and he hides them. And he doesn't tell the truth to Elisha. And Elisha says, the leprosy of Naaman shall cleave unto you. So there, the line of teacher and disciple stops with Elisha. And after Elisha's death, very quickly, the nation is divided and ultimately the nation is exiled. Entire nation. Here we have another example of the teacher and the pupil. The two examples in the Bible that we've had, successful teacher and pupil, one of course is Elio and Elisha in the Book of Kings, and the other of course, is Moshe himself, Moshe and his disciple Yoshua. Yermiyahu, who in many ways is similar to Moshe, he has a calling the way Moshe had a calling. They're both prophets. And he also has a disciple, and a faithful disciple. Baruch Ben-Neria writes down faithfully what Yermiyahu says. He brings the scroll to the various authorities. Where does this scroll come from? Yermio dictated it to me, and I wrote down all his words with ink on the scroll. He doesn't deviate from the master. He's a faithful pupil, and like Yermio, he is also in danger. We know from a couple of chapters earlier that when we go down to Egypt, Baruch is accused by the generals and by the officers of inciting Yirmiyahu to tell them to stay in the land because Baruch is in cahoots with the Babylonians. Now, Yirmiyahu was accused of exactly the same thing. By Yirmiyahu, he was accused of being in league with the Babylonians and against the people of Israel. 
So the accusation against Baruch and the accusation against Yirmiyahu essentially are the same accusation. But the message over here to Baruch, which is a very sobering message, is there are times where the times do not allow for greatness. We have to play the hand that we're dealt, as Yirmiyahu had said earlier. It reminds me, actually, of what the Talmud says about someone called Shmuel HaKatan, Samuel the Small. Shmuel HaKatan is credited with writing what is the 19th blessing of the Shmona Esrei, of the Amida, the daily prayer service. Shmona Esrei means 18, because there were 18 blessings in the Amida, but there's actually a 19th blessing, which, according to the Talmud, was added later. It's a blessing against the informers, against the enemies of Israel, it wasn't part of the original Amida, but it was added. It was added by someone named Shmuel HaKatan, Samuel the Small. And the Talmud says about Samuel the Small that they said about him, there is somebody here who could be as great as Moses, but the generation is not worthy. I think what they meant by that was a person had all kinds of potential to be a great master, a great teacher. But he lives at a time where his gifts could not be fully realized and recognized. And that is the prophecy of Yirmiyahu about his beloved disciple, his faithful pupil, Baruch Benaria, that God says to you, Baruch, the best I can do for you is to promise you that your life is granted you. It's very similar to what we encountered a few chapters earlier concerning Evid Melech Hakushi. Evid Melech Hakushi was the one who saved Yirmiyahu's life, who goes to the king, who pulls him out of the pit in the mire, allowing Yirmiyahu to live. And God gives a message through Yirmiyahu to Evid Melech Hakushi, because you did what you did. As all the Jews are being exiled, and the members of the court are being either exiled or killed. Because of your good deed, your life will be spared. So the blessing is your life will be spared. But greatness, this is not a time for greatness. This is the prophecy of chapter 45, and in a certain way, a very fitting ending to the book of Yirmiyahu, because the role that Yirmiyahu has been given is a tragic role. This is the last prophecy concerning the Jews. Chapter 46, we turn our attention to prophecies about the nations, but the prophecies about the nations, indirectly, are also prophecies about the Jews. The book will not end on a fully negative note. In the next few chapters, prophecies about the nation, we will detect points of light.